Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, October 8th, 2022. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how you doing, Andy? Really good. Long day, long week. I was in Portugal playing golf over the weekend and we played the same championship course three times. And my God, okay, it's better than than being in Glasgow, but it was hard. (laughs) I mean, you're basically living your own personal um, Groundhog Day for, for for playing on that playing on that golf course. But it's good, good you're back now, and uh, obviously great weekend for Arsenal overall. Um, yeah, and I, I did imme- like speaking Spurs. I did immediately text Andy and was like, "I guarantee that you had no money on that, yeah." And you were like, "Nope, not a penny." They played like it, which is <laughs> they've just played so great. But um, yeah, good result was- for them. Some good results yeah, for the podcast as well. Decent for the podcast, although I think it was um, that combination between the three of us. Uh, we had Chris Kelly on last week. Um, that combination between the three of us for its maximum amount of winners, lowest amount of possible returns if you were combining them all in their categories. Um, so we'll we'll get on to that and we'll we'll run through the picks from last week as we always do. You'll have noticed as well, those of you watching on Patreon, there's only two of us on the video today and there are only two of us on the show um, so you'll get myself and Gordo for a slightly condensed episode without the guest. But you know, this is the this is the trample bet originals. It is, it is. We'll be back next week with another guest. It's just a uh, our rotation of guests occasionally have other things to do than talk about football coupons, which is sickening. We're, we're having a bullpen night instead. <laughs> That's it. Ready for a combined no hitter. <laughs> a combined no hitter between me and Gordon. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, mate, a combined eight hitter. Eight hitter, really exactly. Good. Let, let's, let's hit all eight this week. But before we get on to this week's picks, we'll review, as always, last week's picks. Um, the banker started for me in Denmark on Sunday with Bromby versus Lingby and the home win or draw. So I took the double chance here, was one to five, and it came in. And just as well, I took that double chance because. Lingby did their best to upset this with an 89th minute equaliser and 3-2 down to pull it back to three each. But it was of no consequence as the banker bet was on the double chance. So banker in. I had a banker that generated a bit of controversy in our trample bet chat, which was uh, taken Man City to beat Man United. Uh, and I got a lengthy message from Joey about how this wasn't... This was we've beaten them the last couple of times there. We've, we've done this, we've done that. They absolutely... They were 4-0 up at halftime. Destroyed them. Yeah, Haaland is terrifying. Scary. Did you see in the in the Facebook group? Oh, I can't remember who it was. Was it Matt? Someone posted that they had a bet on Haaland scored three or more hat tricks. Yes, season. it was. And it was Matt, like twenty eight to one or something. Yeah, and it's always it's done already, and we're just at the beginning of October. There was a there was a thing where they project like you can do the projected goal output. It's just terrifying. Mm. I did see a tweet, although midweek, which was saying that because obviously Norway didn't make it to the World Cup this year, uh, Haaland's just going to be like, you know, chilling 
uh, at home during it that every World Cup team should be able to get them for half an hour uh, of, of a game <laughs> once. Do you know what I mean? So you can parachute. It has to be parachuted on the field, though. Play your Joker card. Essentially, yeah. So, like, you're 1-0 down. Right, bring on Haaland for half an hour, and then he gets taken off. So, yeah, terrifying. But City went right over the top of United. They got a couple of consolation goals in the end. But, yeah, comfortable comfortable win there. Pretty good. Chris took Benfica at home to Guimaraes, and this is where it all came crashing down, and the banker treble died. This game ended 0-0, ending a run of something silly like it was over 10 Benfica home wins in a row or it might even have been more I just remember sending him that in the group chat I'm like the one time you, you choose to pick them as a banker and they fail at home so unfortunate because it's a nil-nil um, yeah I didn't watch any of the game obviously but that was two out of three on the bankers um, obviously we're wanting three out of three on the bankers so so unlucky Chris on to the value picks. Uh, mine was in Scotland. I took Rangers to win away at Hearts with the logic being Rangers were 7-10. to 10. If you get that price for Rangers against anyone that isn't Celtic in, in Scottish League football, you just take it and you don't ask any questions. And if you'd done that, you would have been paid out after 30 minutes when Rangers went 2-0 up. Um, Hearts got a man sent off 10 minutes later and Rangers just played the game out with an additional 2 for so a very comfortable value bet for me. Yeah, the value was the only blemish on my blot on my copybook this week, and it was the pick that I liked the most. This was Medina versus Regina. Mm. Medina done me in. Regina, where the you know I, I fancied them at about two to one to win this game. They had a goal varred off in the first half. Medina then got a goal, and I watched the last thirty minutes of this game. Regina hit the bar. They hit the post. They had the keeper had an absolute blinder from Adena, and I know that it let down a couple of the coupons in the group chat. So I was deeply disappointed with this one. I backed them three separate times during this game. Like when they went out to 30s, it was about 15 minutes to go. I was like, yeah, they'll, they'll do this. And then they went out to like 100 or something. I was like, they've still got that in them. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Uh, really, did. I'm, I mean, I'm going to back them again this week uh, because I think they were just very unlucky. But the only blemish for me was. Uh, Regina there, so disappointing that they couldn't beat Medina. Uh, it did not break the value treble because Chris had already seen to that with backing Dumbarton, something our producer Gary Black, if you follow us on Facebook, hated because he's a, a long-standing, long-suffering Dumbarton fan and he did not like this at all the way it forfer. Um, another close one for Chris, another unlucky one as it finished nil-nil, so no value in there. On to the outsider picks, and this was heartache again for me. One of these fucking games that I managed to find all the time. Samirin versus Livingston, and I backed the draw at over 2-1, to 21-10 to 10 for the draw here. Really fancied it. Livingston, Samirin went 1-0 up, got a man sent off. Livingston scored, it was one each. And then in stoppage time, 10-man Samirin found a winner out of nowhere. And the game ended 2-1 to St Mirren. It looked nailed on for a draw when it when it went to one each. And um and St Mirren were down to ten men. But the ten man team find a, a very late winner, which is just a bit sickening, really. That was that was the to right have bet that, in that game. Yeah, to have that is just more annoying than than just it, like getting getting a an outsider wrong is fine, but getting it getting so it almost close, right then, yeah, oh. is worse. Just absolutely brutal. Um, how did you get on, Gordon? 
I don't know it's either winner. Uh, this was Lecce versus Cremonese. A one each draw. That's what happens. No one scored in the second half. And yeah, it came in. So not really much more to say about that. Just a one each draw. What did Chris have? Well, interestingly, and this makes my stoppage time St Mirren winner even more sickening. Chris had St Johnston away at Dundee United and they went ahead and won 2-1 at odds of 21 to 10. So, so you, did get, you did get a return on the outsiders. But... I got I got a return because I backed them as a Trixie. I got a small return, but that was 30 to 1 for all three and we were done by a 10-man stoppage time goal against the run of play oh. from a from a 30 to 1 treble sickening so bit gutting but really good work from yourself and really good work from Chris there that's in Johnson bet they should never have been 21 to 10 that paid out after 39 minutes yeah I'll, I'll, I'll be in fairness now I was I was obviously away in Portugal I wasn't at the game um, I think St. Johnson had like two shots on target we had six we had 66% of possession we had like eight corners to their zero so it does sound like they got two shots and scored them both and then just sat in but hey that's how you win football matches Um, so yeah two out of three for outsiders not bad at all on to the charity bet then and uh, I killed this dead early Friday at 6pm in the German Dritte League I really fancied Meppen to get something away at Al uh, and they didn't they just lost 3-0 so Sweet. figured to get Figured the game would be a coin flip. Took a double chance on the away team. No bueno. Zero buenos right there. Zero um, buenos. Negative buenos. Speaking of, I mean, on the other side of that, I had... Uh, speaking, the, speaking of what? Speaking of what? Buenos? I was, was going to say buenos. Screwed. <laughs> Good. Um, <clears throat> so I had Verona versus Udinese. Nearly got undone by a former Hibs and Scotland player, Josh Doig. Uh, oh, wow. Who, who scored for Verona immediately um, so he got his second uh, goal uh, Udinese then went on to score in the second half in the 70th minute and won this game 90 plus 3 uh, oh. with a little goal in there so Udinese 13 to 10 when they kicked well, I mean I tipped them ended up at 8 to 7 um, just I think another good result I see we get quite a lot of these just you know squeezing in a little winners. win eh? yeah and I, I get the other side of that yeah, coin I get I the Squeezing in a little fucking devastation at the end of the games. It also, it also Brutal. won. It won me a separate coupon on Monday night uh, that I had for my Love two it. pound free bet that I got for like eighty quid, which I was like result. And I got another. Actually, that wasn't even the 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 latest goal that won the coupon. I had another one. It was like Rio Vallecano scored ninety plus seven today. How it. are you so lucky? Like <laughs> I don't understand it. You, it's not fair. We should both have the same luck. Like doesn't work luck. like that. Not you having great luck and me having terrible luck. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, no balance. There's no justice. <clears throat> yeah, but without you world. having bad luck, I wouldn't have good luck. I think on this and this. I I don't. How does how does karma work? Does this mean I now get to do something really terrible to somebody and it's fine because I've already taken all the hits? I don't know. Did any serial killers <laughs> die in the year that you were born? Like, well, in case I've been reincarnated, getting punished for a previous life. Yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I don't know. I think the punishment for something as serious as that might be more than uh, a 90th minute St. Mirren winner. Yeah. But you, you, you just, never you just didn't, you didn't recycle. Was, was yeah, your yeah, previous yeah. Life yeah. Something. Did, did, did something bad in a previous life. So yeah, and no. Oh. So the charity you'll be putting on again this week. Um, 
So will I? Oh, fantastic! Even though there's only two of us, that yeah. just seems a bit harsh. I mean, get okay. get your charity picking. It's not a problem then. <laughs> fair, fair comment. And Chris managed to do that. He certainly got his charity picking. This was uh, probably the best pick of the week. Um, in terms of just stress-free Napoli to beat Torino, the odds of one to two. The win on Napoli paid out after twelve minutes. Yeah, no they more are. messing around. <clears throat> Cheers, incre- Chris. That's great. Ten, ten minutes done. They're incredible. At the someone else. That's they actually they'll feature in the picks later on today because they're the, the bookies are still just under overpricing them because they they assume they're going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. So a, pr- a pretty good week for the podcast overall. Two out of four for me, two out of four for Chris, and three out of four for Gordon. Um, and I will be backing the charity bet again this week. Um, great. You'll love to see it. You do. We'll be back after a short break with the picks for the upcoming weekend. Um, but you should join us on Patreon. So www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. Or search the Patreon app. Just download that onto your phone. Search Trample Bet Podcast. £6 a month and you're a member of the Trample Bet Club. It helps us out with our running costs um, and you get something in return. You get the video uh, edition of this podcast as soon as we record it. Um, it's uploaded. And that includes a middle section rather than an ad break. So we will shoot the breeze about fixtures that we looked at, quite like, didn't make the show, some interesting stuff about football. Hey, if it's anything like last week, you'll get 15 minutes on who the next James Bond will be and why everyone's was, a terrible there was, option. There was a further clarification on that this week that James Bond will be in his 30s. Did you see that? So Don't don't listen to anything they say. They lie. But he's actually he in his 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Dalton's coming back. back. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, so you get that. You also get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks written down um, in a handy JPEG format. You can just pull up on your phone uh, rather than having to take notes or try and remember the picks from the show that you particularly liked. Uh, and you also get extra content podcasts, and there will be one of them this week with the MLB postseason about to begin. So that's the Major League Baseball playoffs. So the regular season comes to an end this evening. And then we have Championship Playoff October Baseball. And Gordon and I will do a special episode for that this week. And it will be up. By the time you're listening to this on normal podcast channels, it will already be there. And we did very well two years ago on this. We did all right last year. Two years ago, we We predicted the entire bracket. bracket. Yeah. I don't don't think we'll ever come close to that again. That's Is that like hitting the mega coupons? Do you think? I think so, yeah. just did it first time though. <laughs> yeah, really good. But well, that's the that's the show we'll do, and we'll we'll try and uh, emulate those heady heights again. So that's www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet, or download the app and search trampled bet podcast. Come and join the club. Uh, we shall see you after the break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Welcome back and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, October 8th, 2022. As always, myself and Gordo will run through our picks of the week in four different categories. Well, three different categories, the banker category, value category, outsider category, and then we'll combine for a charity double this week. So I'll pick from each of us tenor of our own money on it and any returns that we get go to a charity of our choosing the following week. I shall lead us off, G-Man, with the banker. And for me, it's a nice early start on Saturday morning, which can mean only one thing. We are in Japan. So Saturday at 6 a.m., the J1 League, Kawasaki versus Shimizu S-Pulse. And the home win for Kawasaki Frontale here is better than 1-2. It's 6-11. to We've got four games remaining in the J1 League and Kawasaki now trail Yokohama F Marinos by eight points. So it looks like it may be out of reach this year for them. But this is an absolute must-win game to keep the title alive. Um, Okay, they're eight points back, but Kawasaki's problems this year, they've all come away from home. They've only managed 19 points from 15 games on the road and have a goal difference of only plus one for those games. That is really poor by their sort of high-scoring standards. At home, however, they've been the usual Kawasaki frontale of late, taking 34 points from 14 home games and winning four and drawing one of their last five home matches. So they're still super solid at home. Just the reason they're not right up the top of the table challenging for that title more closely is their away form. They're two most recent home games. Um, they've both won 4-0 as well, by the way. So against Sagan Tosu in, in Hiroshima. So they are still solid at home. Shimizu, 14th in the table, 32 points from 30 games. No means are they safe yet. They're only two points above the second automatic relegation place, which is currently held by Gambo Zaka. So they'll have to come and they'll have to give this game a bit of a go. And I think that will most likely be their undoing, allowing Kawasaki to, to pick them off. They're just better quality team than them, faster, more dynamic, more direct. It's a big price for a Kawasaki home win, 6-11, especially against a team struggling at the bottom. So for banker odds, I think it's quite a high one, but well worth it. So Kawasaki at 6-11. You mentioned Sagan Tosu there. You didn't yeah. fancy them this weekend. Oh, we don't know. We don't know each other's picks yet. Uh, I hope uh, that you've backed them to beat Urua because Urua have been we, so fucking shit we, since you we, tipped them like six weeks ago. Been like, oh, they're the best team. They're 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 making a push for the. Oh, we've lost oh, almost all of our games. Pumped out of the the Levine Cup four 0 at home. Eh? So, so usually when we do the podcast, we share our picks with each other um, when there's when there's three of us, uh, if we have a guest on, just to make sure no one's got a, a duplicate game. But seeing as it's just me and Gordon running tonight, we, we haven't done that. So these picks are all going to be a bit of a surprise. A fresh one. Well, good. I'm glad of that. So, I mean, I'll talk about my banker then in, in between there. So my banker's in the French League One. It is Marseille versus AC Ajaccio. And I fancy Marseille to win this game. Uh, they're one to three or four to eleven at home to do so. They're second in the league, two points behind PSG, which is no mean feat after nine games. Uh, they've taken tw- those twenty-three points from them. PSG have generally ran away with the league by now, um, so Marseille are still in the fight there. AC Ajaccio are bottom of the league. They've taken four points from their nine games, three of which came against a Brest team that a man sent off. So they kind of spawned a couple of those. Marseille are just better. They played the Champions League midweek. They won 4-1 against Sport and Lisbon. Last weekend, they beat Angers 3-0 away from home. Marseille are just a better team here. 
Ajaccio are losing to teams that they need to be beating to stay in this league. Claremont last week. Um, yeah, so th- that's the kind of games they should be winning if they're if they're trying to do something in this league. Marseille are 4-11. They're not fantastic price here, but they, they win this game comfortably. So I like Marseille to beat Ajaccio, uh, and that is 4-11. You combine those two bankers together, Kawasaki Frontel and Marseille, and you get 1.09 to 1. So better than even money for the double, which I think is a really good shout. We've had bankers, the three of us, before they've been under that line. Yeah, absolutely. So just just two results to get and two results that we both fancy, or I certainly fancy both of them, and you obviously fancy Marseille. I don't know what you think about Kawasaki. Um, yeah, like and they're both, in, they're both in early payout leagues as well. So backing them at Bet365, you'll get paid out if the team goes 2-0 up. So 1.09 to 1 for that banker double. Moving on to the value picks where we pick something usually around even money mark that we think has a real good chance of coming in and the team should probably be favourite um, or, you know, the bookies maybe have their odds a little higher than you might expect. For me, this takes place on Sunday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership at Rugby Park for Kilmarnock versus Hearts. The away win for Hearts is currently priced at 8-7 to seven on Bet365. Now, Hearts find themselves seventh in the table with 13 points from eight games but that's only two points behind third place like is that is that traditional all the teams are bunched together in the middle of the Scottish there's two at the top there's two at the bottom and then there's a load in the middle all bunched together Hearts usually pull away from that and I think they'll quite comfortably finish third this season um, so they're only two points behind third place and they, they have had a busy European schedule like they play Fiorentina on, on Thursday night and they've um, they've had a lot of Europa Conference action and they also had to play Rangers last weekend so you know that's difficult to drop points there I expect them to right the ship here against a really poor Kilmarnock team that are second bottom of the league and should be bottom really in any other season apart from the fact there's a worse team in Dundee United in the league this year um, so they're second bottom and they've only managed four points all season and have a minus 12 goal difference they're, they're, they're really poor and they're also on a three game losing streak having got turned over 4-1 by Aberdeen last week that is just not good um, I'd imagine confidence going into this fixture will be pretty low for them Hearts have won their previous two away games, 3-0 at Motherwell um, and 2-0 away in the Europa Conference League against Latvian opposition RFS, Lawrence Shankland, getting a goal and he'll be an asset for Hearts this season. Um, that, that's where a lot of the goals are going to come from. I just think they're better quality than Kilmarnock. I've seen both teams this season. Um, obviously, recent league standings, i.e. last year, the year before, also prove Hearts are a better team than Kilmarnock. Over even money here represents great value to me. It's a really good pick. Kelly have been absolutely dug me and hearts are hearts are actually getting to play against good opposition, which is definitely making them better. Mm. You know. Turning up to play against Kamarnik after you played against Fiorentina is uh <laughs> you know, it's less less challenging, put it that way. Um so good pick in there, Andy. Mine's also about even money, just over that. Um this is at the traditional French League Two kickoff time of uh, six PM on a Saturday night. This is Amiens versus Dijon, and I fancy Amiens at home to win this game. They're 11 to 10 to do so. And let me tell you why. Amiens are second in the league, taking 20 points from their first 10 games, scored 13, conceded 9. Dijon are in 12th with 12 points. Playing 10 games, concede, well, you know, playing 10 games, getting 12 points from that. Now, here's where it gets interesting. 
Form-wise, Amiens have taken 10 points from the last five games. Dijon have taken one. And it was in their last game. It was nil-nil. They had a result against uh, La Havre. They've lost to Bordeaux, to Sochaux, to Bastia and Annecy. Um, Amiens have been great at home thus far. Bit of a weird game uh, where they, they play like an interim club friendly in between because there's like when there's internationals are on, so ignore the five two loss at home to Quivelli Rouen and the division below because they were playing a whole team of their juniors. Yeah. Um but in the league, uh, they've beaten Amio, uh, they've beaten Niort, they've beaten Grenoble, they drew with Paris FC, and they've beaten Bastia. So Amiens are a decent team this season. Uh they're you know, they're up towards the top of the league. They're tied with Bordeaux. Dijon haven't been great, and I don't think that they're going to mount much of a challenge here. So, Amiens are at home here, twelve to eleven for it. I think that's a, a good price to do so. So, that is my value pick. Nice. I'm just looking on Bet three six five just now to pull up the price of the double. They're actually eleven to ten, so that's even better. Oh, result. Um, so, so yeah. So Hearts at twenty three to twenty, and Amiens at eleven to ten combines to three point five one to one. Oof. Pretty tasty, actually. Well, you know, doing this, a, doing three, this really quite well here. For that. Without, without, I'm a, it, without a third person in here, we're, we're, I like all the picks so far as well. Like I'm, uh, I'm heavy involved this week. <laughs> On to our outsider pick. So this is where we pick something the bookies have priced up as an underdog. For those of you that like the more speculative shouts um, and we've had a great record of outsiders again two out of three last week mine just failing the, the three of three um, by a matter of, of stoppage time minutes um, so there's you know we've Look got a good, good track record Look, I'm, I'm, really good form in the I outsiders think I've hit three of three last three weeks yeah really good form in the outsiders and these are all big prices so uh, let's try and do it again this week for me it's Sunday at 5pm in the Danish Superliga for Randers versus Brondby um, the Danish League's 12-team league, we're 11 games in, so everyone has played everyone once. We have a reasonable idea of what the teams are going to be like this season. There's enough games gone by. Um, Randers find themselves second in the league with 22 points from 11 games, whilst Bromby struggled a bit. They're in 10th with 12 points. Now, the head-to-head record between the teams is pretty interesting. They are always tight games. Uh, certainly in recent times between these two. The match earlier in the season, September 11th, was a two-each draw when they played um, at Bromby's ground. Their last five games have only had a single goal in it or been a draw. And for this reason, I like the, the inflated price of 12-5 to in the draw here. I say the inflated price because Randers are 11-8, to Bromby are 2-1, to and in the draw is the, the least likely outcome according to the bookies. <laughs> obviously, obviously, obviously it isn't. But, you know, it's just the thing that people aren't backing because they can't really split the two sides. Um, and, it, you know, it, it looks like there's a gap here because Randers are, are 10 points ahead and second in the table. But Bromby are slightly underperforming this season. They finished um, last season in third place, six points behind the champions and only two points behind Copenhagen, who were in second. So they're a quality outfit. They just got off to a bit of a, a slow start and they'll give Randers another close match. So the draw here is re- really appealing to be 12 to 5. It's just, just a big price. Feels weird to be in a a twofold here in the outsiders where I'm not back in the draw. Oh, right. Uh, are, you, are you a straight up winner I'm this week? I'm a straight up winner this week. Uh, but yeah, that is, this sounds decent in there, especially with last year's league form in there. They weren't, they weren't a million miles away from fucking winning the league. So I know. So yeah, I've got an interesting game to bring you because it relates to a game last week that we talked about. So 
Remember we were wondering what would happen between Brescia and Barry because like both mm. teams are like on form. It was a game that was mental. Barry won 6-2. They were 6-0 up. They were 6-0 up with no sendings off. Right? They conceded two late goals uh, when they came on. Out of nowhere. Like, I mean, they've been very good, but I didn't know how good they would be against a, a, a really strong Brescia team. Uh, mm. Good enough to put six by them. Uh, so, incredible result in there. So this week, I quite fancy Barry to beat Venezia. Uh, and Barry are playing away from home here. Now, Venezia got relegated last season out of the top division. Um, so they're, they're one of the teams that, you know, have parachuted down here and still got some decent talent in there. Guys like Denis Cheryshev, do you remember who played with uh, Valencia and various different bits? Yeah. Russian fella. Um, he, he got transferred there this season, came on and scored two for them at the weekend in his first game. So he's not doing too bad. But return. if you look at Venezia's home form over the last five games... Um, 1-1 draw with Pisa, lost to Benevento, lost to Genoa, lost to Ascoli, um, was their last five there. Barry's away form, exact opposite. They've won four, drawn one. <laughs> so they've been really good away from home there, beating Cagliari, Casenza and Perugia and, Par- and drawing with Parma in there. So I really like Barry to get a result here and to, to win this game. You'll get them at the odds of just over 2-1 to one to do so. Um, so, I mean... Putting six past. Venezia have taken seven po- uh, eight points from their first seven games. Barry have taken 15 from their first yeah. seven. They've been good. Uh, fair enough, they scored six of those goals last week, but they only conceded <laughs> two. Um, I just I just think Barry will, will go out and do something interesting this weekend, and, and I'm, I'm here for it. So uh, I'll be taking Barry away at Venezia uh, at the odds of two to one. Very nice, very nice. Um, so just pricing it up on 365 just now. The double, because obviously there's no point in doing a, a trick table. You yeah. can't because there's not three selections. So I might take the singles and a double. Uh, the double's 8.77 to 1 for a draw between Randers and Bromby and a win for Barry against Venezia. Uh, so yeah, I like yeah. it. I like if we hit again. the what, eight what's fold the draw this weekend? Oh, the draw is 21 to 10. So they're... Oh, it's, it's an inflated price draw again. Yeah. But hey, I'm not could happen, I'm, could happen, I'm here for it. But I, I like I like Barry it. better. Fair play. All all the teams you like are just folks' names, like Barry and Regina. Yeah, it's like the Regina. Who else live up the road? Barry and Barry and Regina. <laughs> I don't think Marseille couldn't really be a name. And if anyone was no, called Sassuolo, that wouldn't quite. Town. <laughs> <laughs> They're the main picks for this week's podcast, but we have the. Large matter of the charity bet to come. So a pick from each of us, £10 of our own money, my money this week, um, going on the double and any returns we get go to a charity of our choosing, which we'll announce on next week's show, should it come in. Okay, pressure on me because I, I failed the charity bet last week. Um, I'm Saturday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership for Livingston versus Ross County. And the home win for Livingston is just a smidge under even money at 9 to 10 um, Ross County got absolutely battered horsed last weekend, by, but they got horsed yeah. by Motherwell, didn't At they? At home, yeah, yeah, five nil. Motherwell went up to Ross County and beat them five nil. That's an absolute hammering, um, and it means they've now gone six games without a win, losing four of them and drawing two. Livingston are a tough side, and they're hard to beat, and they're especially hard to beat at home. Uh, they've won three of their last five home games. That was against Kilmarnock, Hearts and Hibs. So decent decent teams in there, the two Edinburgh teams. B 
beat them both. The two losses were against Rangers, which is completely forgivable because a lot of teams are going to lose to Rangers. And that was only by a single goal. So they are hard to beat. And they also lost by a single goal to Dundee United, but that doesn't really count because it was a cup game uh, straight after Dundee United sacked their manager and had that new manager bounce thing. Around even money for Livingston here is huge. It's just really big. So easily could have been my value pick. Um, but you, you know, you could switch them around, but, um, I've plumped for this one in the charity slot. I just, I just figured let's not have the, the charity waiting until Sunday at 3 p.m. Let's, let's do the traditional 3 p.m. Good traditional UK kickoff time. I mean, mine just starts only 15 minutes later, uh, quarter past three kickoff. Uh, this is Regina versus Casenza, and I really like Regina at home. Uh, I liked Regina last week and they lost, but that doesn't take away from the fact in their first three home games, uh, they have scored 10, conceded zero, and won all three, taking nine points from them. They play against a Cosenza team who've taken five points from their four away games. Regina are just a better team in this spot. I liked them last week. I liked them again this week. Now, because this is a charity bet and there's only two of us doing it, um, I was tempted to to plump for a correct score of 3-0, but decided against <laughs> it because I thought, well, I'd just rather get the charity bet in. Because, so if you looked at the correct score market, because they've won their first two games 3-0 at home, it's 11-1 to uh, for Regina to do so again. Um, but if you just want to take them for the, the straight up win, you can get it at 7-11, 7-10, depending on where you're, where you're shopping around for that. So it's not a fantastic price in there, but I, I do think it's a... A charity bet lock. They are, they are 13 to 20 on Bet365 just now, which just sounds so shite baggy for a charity bet. You know, I mean, I was going to take them you first almost, half. You almost deserve jail time. First, anyway. uh, first, first half win was 13 to 10, but I thought they're just going to then score in the second half and not do that for me. So I'd rather just have cash in hand for next week. So giving that money to charity, that, what, £4 to charity? Well, it's 2.15 to 1 for Brilliant. Livingston and Regina double. Um, so that'll turn that'll turn into um, £31.50 or something. Uh, which, you know, it's better, not better be, than nothing. Not let's, that. The let's dogs, get it in. The dogs let's trust will first. help with that. They'll, they'll appreciate that, Andy. You, you know the charities I donate to. Yeah, yeah, it probably will be something dog, dog related. Just love the dogs. Yeah, they're great. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so that's 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 the charity double this week, which means we have eight picks in total. Would you like to hazard a guess, Gordon, at the eightfold? The Ochador. Um yeah. I'm gonna go with maybe six hundred to one, something like that. Nah, we we bet less, but half. So two hundred and eighty nine point six really? eight to one. I've had five team. Yeah. I've had five team. I I've been more better odds than that. For I know, but if you look at your picks, they're all really short odds. This might be one of the few weeks ever where I have picked a higher odds selection in each category than you. Substantially is... higher in some of them as well. Yeah, uh, that, that... in the banker. So, yeah, you're getting a bit cautious in your old age. Could be. Could be protecting ones. Or, or you've had exactly. You've had a bit of a taste of hitting a lot of winners recently. You just want to keep want, doing it. Didn't want to give that up. I like that. I like that. That's it. Can't wait for my one to nine shot next week in my bank. You're turning into John Walker betting on over 0.5 goal kicks. Yeah, uh, I, I, I could see myself getting there. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 
I'll, I'll still be taking that. And obviously we will open up. I, I, I'd mentioned this to Andy in the midsection. I think we might open up to the Facebook group to, if you were the guest this week, who would you have as your banker value and outsider and charity bet there? And I might uh, take the, the selections that are voted the highest or get the most like thumbs up and put them as part of the 12 fold. I'll also take the eight fold. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, let's see, see what the general public can bring out. Anyone who gets a couple of winners, you might you might find yourself on the podcast next week. Um, Ab- absolutely. Um, so that's the Facebook group Gordon mentioned. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Join the group. Uh, there's a few hundred of us in there uh, talking about all things sports betting. Uh, let us know what you're backing this weekend. Get involved in the conversation. Follow along to Michael Stokes' rugby tips, which are year after year considerably excellent. Um and he, he posts them a lot. Matt Halsell's very uh, active in the group as well. There's a lot of good stuff going on in the Facebook group. Um, and you can obviously uh, talk about the picks you've heard on the show as well, which ones you particularly like. In addition to the Facebook group, you want to give something back to the show, do join us on Patreon. It's £6 a month to be a member of the Trample Bet Club. You'll get the cheat sheet for this week. So that's all the picks Gordon and I have discussed, written down in a handy, easy-to-read format. Just download the Patreon app, search Trample Bet Podcast. £6 a month to be a member of the club and that's you in. Gordon, it's been an absolute pleasure. I feel we've um, really through that. The, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it, it, considering and obviously no one will get to see that bit, but we did fail twice trying to start this podcast off um, <laughs> just with uh, mic errors and various different things. So third time lucky. Hopefully so this week. I think we've done a very good job. Um, I'm looking forward to coming back next week and reporting on an excellent week for both of us. I very much hope so. Thanks to everyone for listening. We shall see you next weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.